0: Hello everybody, how are you? This is Karina, your host and creator of this podcast, Stroke Surviving the Odds. My podcast is me sharing my story as a stroke survivor for the past 23 years, and I share everything that I know you're gonna need to know to survive this beautiful world of ours as a stroke survivor. I share my trials, my fails, my how to's, my many victories. And I know that you're going to find some value in what I'm saying. So you might want to pay attention. (laughs) I decided that it's time to rip the band-aid and help others. And by helping others, I'm actually helping myself. My My mission here is very clear. It is to empower, inspire, and give hope. For those of you who don't know me, I suffered a brainstem dissection in March of 1999, which led me to a coma, a interloctin syndrome, but eventually it led me here to you. So welcome! And if you're new to my podcast, please make sure that you follow so you don't miss any of my episodes and that you download those episodes because I know that there's so much information that you're going to want to refer to in the future. Um, as long as you're going to be in your rehabilitation. So before digging into today's episode, which is a follow-up to yesterday's episode, yesterday I answered the question of one of my listeners who was asking how comfortable I was approaching and talking and meeting new people after I've had the stroke, after I have some physical um, limitations that are very obvious, and after a mechanical, meaning if I'm in a wheelchair or with, um, with anything of the such. So we talked about my, my being an extrovert. <laughs> I'm a 100% extrovert and today's episode will be on being an introvert and being a survivor. So before digging into today's show, I'd like to get some business out of the way. I'd like to remind you that you can connect with me on Facebook at Fatal at stroke surviving the odds underscore the pod page and on Instagram at surviving the odds underscore the podcast. So, like I said, uh, today's episode is going to be Quite interesting because I have a take on being an introvert and I have a few tips that are going to uh, help you manage that. So you definitely don't want to miss them maybe grab a pen and pa- a pen and paper and take some notes because I know that when I listen to someone's uh, podcast, I very, very often take notes. All that being said, My friends, let's go and let's do this. I hope you enjoy. I have something important to tell you and I need you to repeat after me. The way others perceive me is none of my business. What did I just say? The way others perceive me is none of my business. Be busy being you. You are in control of you. You're not in control of what Joe Blow next to you thinks. Okay? There is no shame in being a survivor. There is no shame in walking different or talking different or being in a wheelchair. There is no shame. I want you to understand that right off the bat. Very important, okay? I expressed yesterday to you guys how I am an an extrovert. I'm very comfortable. I've always been comfortable. I've had to adapt. It is not always enjoyable. It has not always been. But you know what? I am a survivor. And you are a survivor as well. Now, I'm not saying that because I'm an extrovert, it means that I don't feel what an introvert feels. That I never get shy or uncomfortable or even embarrassed. Right now, I don't. But I'll let you tell, let me tell you that 10 years ago, I did. And I'm going to give you concrete examples on that. So, everything an introvert will feel, I feel it as well. I want you to know that also my experience of what i've seen either when i was in rehab and over the years people i've met and spoken to the aftermath of the stroke is very very devastating to some okay and i think at some level to all of us there's some people that are extrovert like myself and once they've had the stroke they feel so so much pain and so much embarrassment and so much confusion that they become an introvert. Which is totally fine. But you have to be ready to be an introvert who is self-assured about themselves. Often an introvert is even going to be uncomfortable with a spouse or a family member or very close friends where there is no reason to be uh, I'm repeating myself again I wanted to go through your thick skull there is no shame whatsoever in being a survivor that is in a wheelchair or is with a leg brace or has physical problems such as a a droopy lip or a weird speech or uh, your arm spinning on the outside it doesn't matter there is no shame i want you to understand that what happens is that you might see on the outside your flaws right you might see all your booboos your equipments You, you you see that that's in your mind that's physical that's in front of you but you're uncomfortable but what we see on the outside and how most people perceive you as being a stroke survivor you freaking wow you are a strong person you are resilient you are determined you are patient that is what people see and being an introvert it's very hard to go through towards people I can understand that. But we see such strength in you. So I'm here. I'm opening up with you guys always, always, every time I come on, okay? Um, For you introverts, I know that it is truly difficult. And I think that you need to find an an avenue that is good for you. To express, to let out what needs to be let out. You can't go through this by yourself, right? So again, I'm a very big advocate. I'm going to consult a social worker. I don't know how it works in different parts of the world. But if you have someone to talk to, please do. But I'm here to beg you, introverts, don't give up. I have a little exercise for you. On a scale of 1 to 5, 1 being comfortable, almost being an extrovert, like you're very comfortable, and 5 being like an introvert, you are so locked into yourself, you don't want to talk to people, you're so uncomfortable. I have that exercise. So from scale 1 to 5, where do you find yourself? obviously I can't be with you right now to do this exercise so you will have to be honest I'd like you to work towards the goal work towards being halfway meet me halfway like we, we can do this together but meet me halfway okay as an introvert i always always suggest that you start small small steps that are going to make you comfortable once you get out of rehab or um, yes once you get back into your home and you're back into society you need time to adjust right you can't do that overnight so start small get comfortable with yourself what i do want to express is that by starting small, it's like just giving a smile. Just You want people to know you're there. So many survivors out there, especially the ones that are physically limited, feel like they are transparent, like people don't see them. I want you to force yourself. I want people to see you. I want you to say, hey, I'm here. You remember before I asked you, meet me halfway? If you're a one, get get to a three. If you're a five, try to tone it down a little bit, you know? To get some balance in there. One is not better than the other. They're both the same. So either way, you meet me halfway, okay? And when you go out, Make it a point to look weird, maybe, (laughs) to some. I've had people telling me I'm weird. My husband has told me I'm weird. My daughter told me, Mommy, you don't have to say hi to everybody. (laughs) But they don't realize that that makes me comfortable. When I look at people in the eyes and I say hi and I walk by, it's like they have no choice to acknowledge that I'm there. You see, not because I'm an extrovert, not because I'm comfortable in the public, means that I don't have my shy moments. Oh, my dear Lord, if you allow me, I am going to tell you a mini story. You know how I like to give you stories, right? (laughs) And we're going to get back to our exercises after. So, okay, here goes. Fast forward to I don't know a few months after I'm back home and all that you know and um, I'm falling into my home my ex-husband was um, was Greek well he is Greek actually <laughs> he's still Greek <laughs> and uh, we had a wedding to go to so, I, for the first time since I'm out of all my hospital stays and all that, I got my hair done, I got my makeup done, I got this rocking outfit. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking it. I feel good, right? I feel really good. But later on that afternoon, when we got to the reception hall, a big reality check came and kicked me in the ass. So we're all sitting around the table and uh, we're having cocktails and drinks before dinner. And uh, I excuse myself to go to the bathroom. So I stand up and I'm all cutesy, you know, and I start walking. And I learned in rehab, by the way, I learned to always walk along the walls. So I still feel safer when when there's a wall next to me. Okay, back to my story. I get up from the table and I'm like, I'm walking towards the, along the wall. Shit, my legs are wobbly in the sense that I am like really limping where I'm so spastic and so tense, My, 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 my muscles and legs and I'm so, 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 so stiff right now. That was the hugest reality check because I still feel like that today. When I'm in a room where I have to somewhat be um, the main character. I'll give you another example. I went to a job interview last week. Ace the interview, thank you for asking. I love it. I'm starting my new job uh, next Monday at the end of the interview the man says here i'm gonna walk you to the door and i said no no it's okay sir and he says no i insist and he's walking me to the door and i felt that exact same thing i told you about how spastic and limping and borderline in pain i was so you see after all these years i still feel like that even though i'm an extrovert There's parts of me who are introvert, who just wants to crawl underneath the table and eat the crumbs. (laughs) But that's not who I am now, is it? And that's not who you are. You deserve much more than crumbs. So we're going to get back to the exercises, okay? Now, I found that there are seven things that can help you with your new self, so you might want to write them down. First thing to do is to acknowledge. Acknowledge that you had a stroke, that this is what it is. You are playing the game with the cards you're being dealt. Number two is accept. You have to accept it. The faster you accept it, the faster you can move on, right? If you want, I have other podcasts that talk about acceptance. Number three is decide and commit. These two words go together. When I was in the hospital, I decided to be a fighter. I decided to live, right? But then I committed to my rehabilitation. Whether it be physical, emotional, mental, psychological, I committed to it. Number four is take action. Do things that are uh, conducive to you accepting your, your situation. If me personally, if I try to climb a mountain or uh, if I want to go climb Mount Everest, do you really think I can do it? No. The fact that I can't do it is going to bother my morale, right? It's going to make me feel really, really fucking shit about myself. So how about I do something that is conducive, that will help me accept my situation a little bit better. How about I go for a walk in the mall or I go in my beautiful park at the end of the street. How about I go for a five mile walk? I could do that. This is something I can do and it's conducive to my accepting the situation I'm in. Then, it is flip the script. Flip the script that's in your head. Because what you tell yourself is what is. So if you're always trash talking about yourself, you're always going to be feeling shitty about yourself. But if you're trying your best and you're, you're, you're being proud of yourself and your hard work and you're not giving up... That is something that is very productive. You're flipping the script. You feel like shit, but you say, "Let's do it." Okay? This part own your story. Eh hey, mamma mia, own your story. Be proud of who you are, man. Own your story of your life of every single thing you've gone through and now you're going through a stroke, right? You're going through the rehabilitation. This is a feather in your hat. You should be proud of of how you're dealing, how you're coping with this. That's amazing, man. You are kick-ass. You remember those beautiful compliments I gave you before? I want you to say it to yourself, please. Again, I'm not next to you, but you have to trust me. These techniques work for me. I don't know why they would not be working for you. So the last one is realize that you are in control of every aspect of your life, whether it be health, mental, anything. You are the CEO. You are the master of your destiny you're not destined to be the way you are you're destined to be something awesome and you're gonna find it so let me just recap these seven things okay because i think you should write them down grab your pen and paper and write this down you need to acknowledge that this is what it is and these are the cards you're dealt you need to decide and commit you need to accept you need to take actions Actions that are con- conducive to your accepting the situation. You have to be real. You have to flip the script in your mind. You have to take negatives and flip them into positives. Six, you have to own your story like a badge of honor. It's a feather in your hat. It makes you who you are. And who, who you are is, my gosh, it's amazing. And last but not least, I want you to realize that you are in control. No doctor, no husband, no wife, no nothing. You are in control. Take back your control. Okay. I think that I I, I thought a lot about this actually because I'm an I'm the total opposite. But you remember when I told you that I, feel, I felt bad over the years at some points and I just wanted to crawl under the table? What I just told you right now is what helped me be, become as confident as I am today and as comfortable in my skin as I am today. So I'm asking that you trust me and that you trust yourselves very, very, very important. You hold a lot more power than you think. And I want you to repeat after me. What others' perception of me is, is none of my business. Say it again. Whatever others are thinking of me is none of my business. Okay? So I'm going to repeat also that this stroke that just happened, the fact that you survive, is another feather in your hat with every other things that you've survived. You understand that? And this is when I say hashtag own your shit. Hashtag own your story. Be proud of who you are. So again, if you like what you've heard today, if you're if you enjoyed my episodes on the survivor who's an extrovert and an introvert please go ahead and follow so you don't miss any of my other episodes but also that you download this episode as well as my other ones because I know that there's full of value and information that you're gonna to want to refer to uh, during your rehabilitation it's my pleasure to be here I love it I told you at the beginning if I can help one of you feel better I'm going to be over the moon. I have listeners in all continents, throughout the world. I am so blessed. That means that I've touched at least 14 people. (laughs) You know I'm joking right now, right? I'm so over the moon. I'm so happy. Please connect with me on Facebook at stroke surviving the odds underscore the pod page and on instagram at surviving the odds underscore the podcast you have been listening to stroke surviving the odds the podcast and i will be seeing you very very soon thank you have a great day guys i love you